Welcome to another episode of Married Watching Anime. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. And this is episodes five and six of Rise of the Shield Hero. My voice was really high at the beginning there. I feel like mine is really low. I feel like we're both doing NPR voices right now. (laughs) And welcome... (laughs) Oh, you want me to go full Disney cast member, huh? (laughs) (laughs) This is a magical journey. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. No, wait, that's that's Spaceship Earth. Old school Spaceship Earth. (laughs) Nice job, champ. (laughs) Nice walker, pal. That's what it is. Nice walker, pal. (laughs) Okay, Disney World aside. Hello. (laughs) So this is our third iteration of this. We're going to try something a little bit... A little bit different than the last time, and uh, let us know what you think about it. Looking at you, Tom Winters, we're looking for feedback here. You better be listening Is to Tom these. Is Tom Winters listening to these? He better be. If not, I'm texting him later and telling him he needs to listen to these. Well, if he doesn't send us a text within the first couple of days of this being posted, we'll yell at him. That, that's true. Because he did reach out the last time we did a shout out to him. So uh, <laughs> you better be listening to this, bud. That's all we have to say. <laughs> So, uh, Rise of the Shield Hero. <laughs> yes, so the two episodes today are Philo and A New Comrade. Uh, both revolve around Philo, so I am very, very excited for everybody. <laughs> I've been wanting to get to these for a while because this is my favorite character in, in the series, at least so far. I've seen the first season. Uh, my wife, Christina, is watching it for the first time through, so we're getting her feedback more so, or we're going to try to on this one and see what she thinks about everything. You're just going to pummel me with questions, and I'm going to try to remember what happened in these episodes, because we watched them like a week ago. Yes, so we're... Time for recording and actually watching and writing the scripts has been off, uh, just because there's so many. We've watched more episodes than we have, so we're slowing down on watching just so we can keep up with the episodes here. Plus, life has been crazy, and then we got interrupted by getting a PS5, so... Yeah, lots of stuff is happening here, so... (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to uh, do the synopsis uh, for the episode Philo. This is directly from Crunchyroll. Uh, after Altray, they're referring to the king here, reluctantly offers Nalfumi a paltry reward. He heads uh, to the slave merchant to redo the slave crest as per Raftalia's wishes. He also buys a monster egg there, which hatches a few days later and gives him a new party member. Meanwhile, Mine shows up in Loot Village, where they are staying. She sucks so hard. She sucks so hard. So hard. <laughs> so early in the episode, in fact, at the beginning of the episode, is Raftalia getting her seal put back on. Uh, and that was by her request. And he said, you don't need to do that. And she says, well, I want to. It's kind of just a symbol to her now of... It's like a wedding ring. In a way. Ooh, speaking of, mine's in my pocket. <laughs> I was making cookies and I had to roll them and I didn't want it to get gross. So... Christmas cookies aside. Yes. <laughs> so she she gets the seal put back on, and he uh, he's it puts her back in her party that way. I'm imagining there's another way to add people into your party in this world, but they haven't really explained it yet. If there is, yeah. But he, in general, he he's excited to have her back in his party that way, and so for him, it was just nice to see. That she trusts him enough to get a slave seal again. Mm-hmm. But what did you think about the slave seal and the redoing of that? I thought it was unnecessary just because she's not treated like a slave. And she made it very clear at the end of the last frustrating episode that she's not going anywhere. She is his sword. Mm-hmm. As long as he keeps being her shield, she will, she'll always be there no matter what. So I thought it was a little unnecessary, but I also understand why she did it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's like a wedding ring. Yeah, it's, so, you know, the nice symbol that, you know, 
She's not going anywhere. Yeah, and it's not like he orders her around right. in a way that is detrimental to her so, or rude to her or anything. So it doesn't really change anything. So whether she got it again or not, I guess it doesn't yeah. really matter. So did the symbolism help at all or not really? Yeah. Didn't really care? Did, yeah, didn't really care. It was kind of one of those like, why? Okay. And then I didn't didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> so he also purchases a monster egg from the slave owner. It's kind of like gambling. The guy's like, you have the chance of getting a dragon out of the monster egg. And he goes, you, you can get something tiny as well. So basically, it's a way of gambling in that world. Like, it's a, a kind of like a opening a pack of magic I cards. I was just about to say that. <laughs> you either can get something really good or you just get something really crappy. There's a chance for anything, but they're always a, uh, what, 100 silver, he said, for an so, egg. Some ridiculous amount. Well, when it hatches, he gets a cute folioleal. It is so cute. She's a tiny little birds, and they're actually used to pull carts around. Uh, and in fact, they enjoy pulling carts. It's one of their things that they enjoy doing, apparently. And so this little bird just eats a ton. What's the equivalent in Final Fantasy? Uh, chocobo. Thank you. They look like chocobos. They look exactly like chocobos. They're really cute. Yes. Uh, this one is special because of the growth rate. Because since she's in his party, she grows very, very quickly. Because they keep leveling up. They keep leveling up. And the other thing... This one in particular uh, freaks them out because she gets gigantic. She's very fluffy and, and they very large. Think Clifford the Big Red Dog. But all feathers and adorable. <laughs> but a bird. <laughs> and so they find out that um, she's not just a filolio, but they call a filolio queen, mm-hmm. uh, which is a leader among filolios. So she's very rare in terms of the birds that are, are spawned. So everyone... Um, so when he tries to get a slave seal put on her, she doesn't like it because it's she's freaking out inside of there. But it takes an extra powerful seal to get a slave seal on her because she's a filolial queen. Mm-hmm. But that's also how he adds her into his party. And so she starts leveling up with, uh, with the party mm-hmm. and just eats everything. Yes. Literally just eats everything in yes. sight. It's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the filolial queen? She's very cute. She gets named Philo. Yes. Based off the Philolio. Yes, she's Philo. Which is kind of lame. She's very cute. She has the super anime, high-pitched, super cutie voice. Not yet she doesn't. Oh, that's fair. Are you sure? No, in this episode. Oh, she doesn't? Okay. It's not until the next episode. (laughs) We got to do these reviews right after we watch the episode. But before all that, get into there... um, Mine shows up into the village mm-hmm. and uh, demands, uh, she declares that... Uh, it's under the spear heroes? Yeah, Motoyasu is now the lord of that area and they're demanding a high tax rate. To Yeah, to come in and out. 50 silver yes. to get in and out of the town. And so now Fumi berates them yes. and explains that one night in the inn with food is one silver. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're they they dumb. Yeah, they don't uh, they don't understand much of anything there. So, uh, how do you feel about him? Finally, he always kind of stood up for himself. But how do you feel like he's really talking back to him now? Good on him. Yeah. <laughs> Some shadowy figures appear in front of mine. That you can tell they're of importance because they hand her a scroll, and basically she gets really pissed off, and she challenges Nalfumi to a race with. Uh, Motoyasu. Yes. And while Motoyasu's making fun of his bird, she uh, 
gives him a swift kick in the crotch. Yes. Which looks incredibly painful. So painful and so excellent. It was so, so excellent. excellent. And it's the first time you see Naofumi laugh. Yes. <laughs> and he's there him and Philo are just cackling. Yes. <laughs> it's so it's so good. It is very it's so good. Uh, and so then you get to the race. And mine, of course, is cheating with magic. Constantly. Constantly cheating. Yeah. So overall, um, Philo and him overcome all this and they win the race. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, so he saves the town. Mm-hmm. How'd you feel about the race? Was uh, it fun to watch? It was fun to watch. It was a little frustrating just because mine keeps cheating with the magic. And then the guards that came with her also keep cheating with the magic. But it's fun to watch Philo and Naofumi kind of work together to get around that and still win. Mm-hmm. Even if it's by a beak. Yeah, it was by a beak. It was by a beak. And, uh, yeah, drives basically drives them out of town, and the current lord gets to keep ownership of the town. Yeah, so there's no longer the ridiculous tax to come in and out, because no one has that kind of money in yeah, this town. Yeah, and so all the money that they have, he's, Nelfumi says to keep it for the... Uh, they were going to offer him money, and he said just keep it for the... Uh, the re- rebuild? Yeah, the rebuild of the village. This is after the wave of calamity, mind you, so the village is wrecked pretty bad is this the same village that he helped save yes okay so he defended that village he kept everyone alive but yeah you couldn't keep all the buildings safe yeah understandable so their actual prize at the end of that is he gets a merchant's pass he gets the gold coin so he can travel around the country as a traveling merchant and trade and sell goods yep and he gets his first cart he does. So Philo wants the cart. Uh-huh. And so she gets her first cart to pull him around in, and he gets a traveling merchant, so he figures the way he's going to start leveling up and making an income is selling the medicine that he creates. Yeah, because he was selling the herbs. And selling the medicine to a local shop. Yeah, and the local shop was like, here's a book on how to make medicines, because I can That's give you... That's the next episode. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> we'll talk about it. It's coming up. What do you think of Raftali and the cart? Doesn't she get like motion sickness? Uh-huh. So I don't know if anyone's ever seen the movie Year One. Oh my gosh. I went, yeah. So with... it's really, it's, it's so um, Michael Sarah and oh, Jack Black, I yes, think. Yes, yep. But the scene where they're riding on a really slow cart. And then they have to stop and throw up, even though it's going like two miles an hour. It was so dumb. It was so dumb. But that's what that reminded me of, yes. is that when she's like, oh, God, slow down. Yes. So she gets motion sickness in the carts. What would you give that episode? I would give it a nine because Philo is super adorable. And now Fumi gets a new member of his party and mm-hmm. there's a crotch kick to the shield hero. Yeah. It's, or not the uh, shield hero, the spear hero. And it's a, it's an actual lighthearted anime episode. Yes, especially coming after the dumb one. The episode four, <laughs> which is really hard to watch. It was nice to have a really lighthearted, comedic yes. anime episode, which yes. still progressed the story, but it was more fun and lighthearted. Definitely. So the very end of this episode, though, uh, Nafumi makes a comment. I don't remember specifically. Oh, Philo's trying to snuggle up with him, and he's just saying, you're so big, you're going to smother me. And the last thing you hear in the episode is, geez, master, you're so mean. And then that's when the episode ends. And beginning the new episode, uh, there's a new companion there that you didn't see before. So I'm going to read the synopsis real quick, and we'll get right into this episode. Go for it. 
So this is my actual favorite one. <laughs> Philo is one of my favorite characters, but this is also why. A mysterious girl that showed up out of nowhere was actually Philo. She's a filial queen and an advanced transformation with an advanced transformation ability. She can even take human form thanks to it. However, her clothes get ripped every time she transforms, meaning now Fumi has to get her some magic clothes if he doesn't want to go broke. The party leaves on a new adventure to gather the materials required. So you wake up in the morning and both Raftalia is just shocked because there's a little blonde girl with Tiny wings human. <laughs> sleeping on now Fumi and he's super confused at what's going on and it turns out it's Philo. Yes. Who has the super cute, super high-pitched anime voice. She does. Yes. And they, uh, so they're traveling around at that point. You may have been right. See, now you're getting me the episodes confused. That's okay. So during these episodes, anyway, first, what do you think of Philo? She's very cute. I love Philo so much. Yes. Yeah, she's very cute. Her character's ridiculous. Yes. I mean, she's only like a month old. I know. (laughs) But she, she has very much a toddler. I would say like seven, eight that's not a toddler, but yes, I know What's what you mean. a toddler for? Toddler would be like two to four. Young child. Yeah, yeah. She's like a young child. Like the Tots' is age, like mm. six to eight. Yeah. We have a nephew. That name is Tommy, but it's we call Tommy him Tots. Tommy Tots. Tommy Tots. From Hockey the Red, player. From the Red Wings, Thomas Tatar. We always called him Tommy Tots. So, so the Tots. Tommy gets called the yeah, Tots, it's... even though Thomas Tatar, I believe, is on the Montreal Canadiens now, or he might be on Vegas. He's been traded. Don't give me that look. <laughs> I'm squinting at her. Yeah. Uh, but Philo is a young kid, and so she acts like it very often. Very much so, yes. Very cute. Um, there is a small rivalry that goes on between Philo and Raftalia for Nafumi's attention. What do you think about it? I like it at the beginning. In this episode, I like it. In subsequent episodes, I have problems with it. But for this episode, I like it. He treats him like a father. He does. Very much so. so. Neither of them understand that. Yeah, they don't understand why he does that. Mm-hmm. The creatures in this world are different than in our world, so they're always... Everything's a little different there for them, but for him, he sees two young kids. Yes. So he treats them as such, which is an acceptable way of going about it, I feel. Yes, yeah, I agree with that. They handle it very well, at least from his perspective. They don't they don't take make him go out of line in any way that I've seen so far. No, I have no issues with how he treats them. It's their their dynamic between the two. Yeah, of them. well, they're very it, much young people trying to act like adults at different times. Yes, it's the one of the next two episodes that I'll we'll talk about with. it. Yes. yes. So anyway, he gets a couple grimoires. Uh, one from the herbalist. Yes, that I thought was last episode. It may have been. I don't know. Now that I'm talking about it, I could be wrong here, folks. So Don't yell at us. Don't yell at us. Uh, But he gets a grimoire from the magic shop and from the herbalist, which he can't read. But him and Raftali are trying to learn together. She can read, but she doesn't understand everything she's reading. Mm -hmm. And they're both trying to learn magic at this point as well. Yeah, so he gets more money rather than the herbs that he's bringing if he can make potions he can get more money for that and also trade them i i really like him being a merchant Mm -hmm. i really do it's actually an enjoyable aspect of his character but in this one he's he basically goes back to he goes to his blacksmith friend who says the clothes are custom made to get clothes that don't break every time she transforms yeah because she goes from like a tiny seven-year-old girl to a giant 
Clifford-sized chicken. Yeah, it's just like 10 feet tall yeah. and just huge. Yes. Huge. Lots of feathers. Fluffy. Mm-hmm. So fluffy. So they get sent to a tailor and to a magic shop that explain they need magic string. But to get the magic string to wave the clothing, they need a magic crystal, which she doesn't have. So it was stolen or it was lost. Broken. Last broken? One was broken. Okay. So she need they need to set out to get this crystal to weave. And it's in a super dangerous place. Yeah, so the wizard lady travels with them. Yes. I now I remember this episode. Yeah, so they enter the one thing that's ominous that you see in this episode is there's an open chest and it says, We hope that whatever's in this chest never gets released. They hope the seal doesn't get released and it doesn't get set free. And it's empty. And it's empty when they get there, which is Good signs of things to come. Uh, And then they travel farther into the cave with Philo and they start hearing ominous voices. Yes. Of things, the last thing you want to hear from different... Different people. From the people that, from the person you want to hear it the least from. So like Raftalia hears uh, that Naofumi is going to leave her. Yeah, and Naofumi hears he's being abandoned by them and Philo hears that he wants to leave Yes. Leave her behind. So there's a lot all... of abandonment issues between yeah. them all. Yes, but the the witch dispels that and they defeat the monsters. Yes. Proceed farther in. You actually get to see Raftali use magic for the first time. Yes. She goes she uses illusion to disappear. Mm-hmm. But the monster uses um can hear her, and I think Philo uses the scream through the one of the abilities of his shield to defeat that monster. Yes, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I so, liked all the tag teaming between them. Yeah, so they're finally working as a party, and they're all mm-hmm. doing combat. And when Philo fights, she's in big bird form. Yes, big bird. Yeah. We're going to call her big bird now. Uh-huh, so she kicks and, and, and flies around real fast. She's really fast for being a really huge bird. Yes. And, uh, of course, Ritalia is fighting with her sword, and Nafumi is using his shield as backup and defense and healing and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So it was fun to watch him. And then you actually get to see the um, the witch wizard, whatever you want to call it. She uses magic as well, mm-hmm. which was fun to actually see magic users in the world. Because you kind of see it, but not really. It's the first time you really see someone using magic outside of mine with her wind magic. Mm-hmm. I rolled my eyes I as put you a said her name. <laughs> So they man- they managed to get this crystal. What did you think of Philo's outfit? It's so ridiculous. The because she's got the angel wings, so the the merchant makes her basically like a, an adorable angel outfit. She looks like a little wings. angel. She looks like a cherub. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's very cute. It is very cute. Her character is very cute. So, like over the top anime cute. Mm-hmm. Did you like it? Yes, I did. And how do you feel about them finally traveling as a group together? I like it a lot. It's nice to see that he's kind of starting to find... He's find people found people who will accept him, and he's starting to find his place in the world a little bit. A the, little bit. And the dynamic of the party is nice yes. to see. Yes, for sure. Just having the two was fun, but adding Philo into the mix added a, a, a new element, which was nice, because they all... While there's some rivalry and other stuff going on there, like they all get along with each other. They do. Plus, I just like seeing um, Nalfumi and Philo cackling when they when they beat people up. <laughs> it is really funny. It's very cute. It makes me laugh. So, what did you think of this episode as a whole? Kind of really giving us the introduction to Philo as a, a being that can transform into a human for one. But as an actual, like, sentient can talk and everything. 
I liked it. Um, yeah, I liked it. I don't I, have I don't have any issues with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What is what I was trying to think of that. I I'm fine with that. I don't mind the taste. I don't no, mind. That's, yeah, that's crusty. Yeah. Um, I would give this episode probably like an eight. For it's a nice introduction. It's nice. It gives you good dynamics. Shows you how their party's gonna work. Again, another lighthearted anime episode. Nothing overly serious. Yeah. Coming along in there. If you have to want to deal with high pitched anime character though. Definitely. Because she definitely has the high pitched anime voice. I like it. But I think her character is adorable enough that it fits with her. It definitely fits her, for sure. It doesn't always fit with other people, but you got to be ready for the voice. Yes. Outside of that, love this episode. What would you give it? I'd still give it an 8, 8, 5. Okay. It just, Philo makes me so happy. Like, if it was just Philo, she's she's my 10. She's the cutest little thing ever. She's my favorite part about this series. She's just ridiculous. Plus, she kicks Motoyasu in the crotch, which makes me laugh. Yes. She has some of my fun, the, my favorite lines in the whole thing. Oh, yeah, there's some good ones coming up. So we'll go over that in the future. But uh, if you guys have any questions about the show or if there's other anime you would like us to watch, um, let us know. We're always interested in finding out uh, at Gaming Marriage on Twitter or GamingMarriage at gmail.com. We want to hear from you guys. Just let us know what you think. Anything? Yeah? No? I got nothing. All right, guys. Have a good one. <laughs> Bye.